guys, welcome to Movies, Brews, and Rants. Uh, we have honestly been ranting for about a good 25 minutes already. 18. Um, 18 minutes, my bad. You're not going to um, hear at least 15 minutes of it, probably. I hope he goes, oh my god, that is all. Uh, honestly, when we come down there for Mardi Gras, I'm probably going to spend more time looking at your shit than going out, to be honest with you. 100% honest. Swamp stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm Gloomhaven. No. Yeah. I do. No. I, have a, I do have a full Gloomhaven. Ooh. I'm still winning that bid. Anyways. Um, movies, brews, and reviews will be for reviewing uh, Gloomhaven character creation. <laughs> there you go. So, it's movies, brews, and rants, but good try. Um, I'm Tyler. Um, I'm drinking what is, uh, I've come to just been told that is a pina colada, um, which I've never had before, which is Rum Haven coconut rum and uh, our new Rockstar Punch pineapple drink. Um, So, yeah, I'm all jacked up on energy drink and alcohol. You know what? This pina colada is very fucking good. Uh, Jeff, what you got there, bud? Well, since the dude abides, I'm drinking me a Caucasian. <clears throat> All right, then. I like it. I'm, I'm, I guess I don't get an introduction, so fuck me, I guess. Um, I'm Dylan, and uh, I'm drinking a Modelo, you know, since Tyler was to, uh, Jeff, you know, what are you drinking? I didn't get that this time, so fuck me. Did you know your hat and your shirt match colors? Yeah, that's planned. You're colorblind, so I don't think that's planned. I think that it was is a planned because I, no, because I bought the jacket and the hat at the same time from the same website from the same drop. That was all color coded. Okay, I I buy I, I buy shit that comes that. out color coded for <coughs> the reason of being colorblind, so I know that this goes with this. So okay. okay. So like when I buy something. And those complete the look suggestions, those are for you. Yes. Yes. Yep. What the hell? I was wondering, like, who the fuck needs these suggestions? That would and be me, like, sir. Colorblind people. Yeah, I just realized, like, oh, you fat bastard, you're being an asshole. More so than usual. <laughs> these are quite helpful to other people. Stop it. Complete the look. I'm assuming those match. <clears throat> Take those. Yeah, no, there was one time I was in Target and I had to call Tyler just to ask him, like, hey, can you tell me if this matches before I buy it? <laughs> and it didn't. And it didn't match. It did not match at all. One and was then, like a peach color and the other one was like a, like a, not a magenta, but a, uh, uh, what's next to peach? Uh, whatever it was. Like they were close, but they did not match at all. I could have been a horrible friend and be like, yeah, those totally match. You need to wear that. <laughs> he could have, but he wasn't. Jesus. Yeah. But but then I walked out of there with a tropical shirt and flamingo shorts, and it's pretty fucking lit. That's an accurate statement. So anyways, welcome to Movies, Brews, and Rants, where three different dudes from three different generations 
love to talk shit, have fun, shit on movies like Before I Wake, um, and have a few have a few brews because you know it's in the fucking name and go on random rants. Um, these are the opinions of three idiots uh, that love to have fun. Uh, this week we are doing the 2021 Stowaway with everyone's favorite girl Anna Kendrick. Um, it's a real, space movie. Real quick, new rule for the podcast: we don't talk about the past. We don't. We past don't. is in the past. It's back there. We don't talk Let about it, it anymore, especially if the movie Let was it shit. Go. Don't talk about it. If it was, movie was such if it was, shit. if it was good, we bring it. We'll, we'll do a callback. If it was bad, we leave it there. Anyways, so Dylan didn't even know Anna Kendrick was in this movie. No, I, I Okay, <clears throat> we started recording at what, like ten fifteen. I finished this movie at ten twelve. I was not. I was statement. not productive this <clears throat> whatsoever. It's okay. It's okay. You're a procrastinator, and it is okay. Um, I don't know. I, I like the premise. Of, I like the premise of it. They're they're going to go terraform Mars uh, to make it suitable for life forms of humans to go over there and create a colony. Um, I like the realistic aspect that oh hey. It's going to take you a couple years before you get to Mars. It's not going to be a little light speed fucking jump and you're there. Like what? Passengers, it takes 88 years to get over there. That's okay. And that's another movie we can talk about another time that you guys can shit on. Um, <clears throat> Jeff's over there gagging right now. I fucking wish we would have hit light speed and went to Mars. That would have made something fucking exciting in this goddamn movie. You know, I actually. Once I settled in and realized the ridiculous things that I've come to expect from space movies don't have to exist to keep you interested with it. You don't have to leave an emotion in order to keep the plot moving along. I like that they sat there and sat with a dread. There wasn't a map to fix anything. There wasn't an immediate noble sacrifice. There wasn't an accusatory finger-pointing circle of uh, you have to leave now. You know, they did. They hit all those things quickly, and then they rose to a higher expectation that you would hope for people that have been chosen to go on these missions. Um, I kept, you know, once I sat down and realized they're not going to be some illicit motives. They're not. There's not going to be uh you know some insidious plans there's no plot here that's going to have someone jump out with an aha moment it's just shit went real bad now you have to deal with it it was very suspenseful um <clears throat> but saying that though that at one point they tried to he the uh Daniel Kim um or David oh. Kim whatever oh yeah his, David- I think his real name is his real name is Daniel uh, Daniel something Kim. Uh, in the movie, his name is David Kim, or it's vice versa. I can't fucking remember. But he was like, no. Nah. Hey, man, everyone's going to die. Unless, unless you, you kill, kill yourself. yourself. Right now. Here's the easiest way to do it. Get it over with. Fuck you. You and know so what? That, that, was, that acting was great. 
Yeah, it's just like, hey, you know, you fucked up real bad. We should have to pay for your fuck up. <clears throat> you know, so, I think giving somebody an option and a needle uh, is a hell of a bold choice with someone that you've never, uh, you haven't known for 24 hours, basically. Who you know, says I'm not going to take that needle and stab you with it? Exactly. You know, and, and you know, and if if the struggle would have played out differently than it did, if you would have actually fought with a guy and somebody get jabbed up with a needle, you know, then you'd have finger happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that to happen. You know, I at that point, I thought I would have been cheated by a typical script. And uh, this one might not have been as super exciting. I like the fact that they sat with <laughs> Sometimes uncomfortable silence is necessary. And some of this plot seem to be uncomfortable silences, but at the yes. same time, you don't have to fill everything all the time when you're when you're doing something like that, especially in space. The lack of sound, I think, would have been better, you know, <clears throat> in sequences and just having yes. to in what you're seeing and deal with it that way, like like gravity did. You know, there's tons of quiet scenes that were super powerful in that movie. I think this movie could have probably um, benefited from some of those. At the same time, when you know a movie is going to be streaming, um, I don't know if those periods of silence are more impactful or people are wondering what the hell happened. So basically... Uh, for those of you, I don't know if you've heard of this movie, uh, it's Stowaway, which we, we said earlier. Um, <clears throat> three individuals embark on a two-year-long journey uh, to get to Mars to help terraforming it and, and making it habitable for human life uh, to create settlements. Um, on the way there, there is a noise in one of the panels on the inside no, 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 of the no. space station no it was blood she saw blood dripping that's what okay okay i didn't i guess i turned my head at the time um i didn't see the blood part drip down um and she opens up this is the commander she opens up the hatch and this body this man falls on her breaks her arm which, by the way, can we also say that that one scene where she's getting fitted for the cast, her entire arm was bright red. Like they they did some good job on that part. But <clears throat> did they ever say? I, I don't know if Real I quick. missed it or I had one of my kids run in. Did they ever say why he was in there? Yes. Yeah. Real quick. Um, I have a major fucking issue with that scene. Which one? The scene where they find him. Okay. Because, and this will answer your question too, he says that, you know, he was one of the guys who just worked on the ship, right? Like, mm-hmm. just made sure everything was good to go and everything. <clears throat> so, here's what I want to know. How the fuck did you get into this panel where as soon as it opens, it's such a, like, it's a tight fucking space. You're not going to tell me you were just chilling there and then, oh, the ship took off. No. No, fuck, fuck you. No, see, no. No, see, that didn't answer my question. Right there, that's what I'm saying. The screws were on the outside. Someone no. put Oh, you're talking there. about how he got in there. 
That's the issue yes. I have. Who the f- yes. someone fucking put him in the panel? That's what I want to know. He was. They're 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 strapped in. They're on the exterior of those modules. Okay. That that they were in was the secondary, but he was working between the primary capsule and the secondary ignition module for 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 leaving orbit. <clears throat> he was he was supposed to be strapped in, and he would have fallen back with the rest of them. You know, when they touched down after after takeoff. He wasn't either accounted for, and then what happened, he wasn't strapped in. He wasn't harnessed. So that's how he got impaled on stuff and wedged down in there. But they who literally said, screwed it shut? Nobody. He was not inside the module at any point ever. Wasn't supposed to be. He was literally working on the shielding for that particular module as it, it was connected from the other booster rocket. Mm. But that, with that that just doesn't that just doesn't explain why or how he was safe from the the fire of the rockets the booster rockets whatever that just doesn't explain to me it doesn't explain it's a huge plot gap uh, I, I wish they kind of touched on it <laughs> and how do you not head camera yeah, there yeah, should definitely exactly. be head counts. Get your shit together, <clears throat> Hyperion. Come on, yeah. I want to be NASA. Well, and the thing is, the, the reason the Hyperion, like they were, they had already talked on mo- multiple issues on how many times they've taken shortcuts on changing the the shielding on it to accommodate three people instead of two. You know, so you're assuming these people like were still cared about the people, and if they had stopped doing <clears> that. You, Evidently, as far as yeah. getting many people are there, they didn't care. They just wanted it done. It's like what's going to happen when we have Amazon distribution hubs in orbit. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> also, oh my gosh. I don't want to be this guy, but I'm going to be this guy. You're not going to fucking tell me that when she's go when they're going to get the fucking spare air canisters, she takes the door off. And that thing just fucking drops in space where there is no gravity. Uh, there's gravity around the um, around the actual uh, the hubs that they're on. There's okay. gravity that okay. pulls see, I That get... was explained. No, but see, I get that. <clears throat> but it didn't fall towards the hub. It fell it into fall. the blackness of space. It didn't fall. They rotated away from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, fall. It stayed okay. there. Okay. okay. Yeah, I see that now. Okay. See, that shit was pissing me off because it was like, there's no fucking gravity that it's going towards. So where the fuck is it going? If you ever want to deal with gravity as opposed to realistic space travel, the Expanse novels and TV show are where you want to go because it's batshit yes. crazy when half the time the ships are flying in space, the engines are are literally pushing against it going the other way because it burns super hard this way rotates and then uses the engines to slow the fuck down halfway through when it's trying to get to some place else which is just burnt. okay this is completely off topic for just a second but okay some of the like best audio i've heard 
from like a sci fi it's a show, but there's points where they're in space traveling and their sounds are exactly what I feel like space would sound like, and that is the, the new Halo show that is on Paramount Plus. Like their sounds for when they're in space are phenomenal. Not an Xbox guy, or do you just watch Halo? See, <laughs> I'm not an Xbox guy either, but I am a Halo guy. Come out! I would love to watch Jeff play video games. Now, see, just Jeff, saying. here's the thing: if you're a fan Jim of Halo, Tom if you're a fan of Halo, what? you're gonna hate the show. If you're a fan of sci-fi and not Halo, you'll love it because it does not follow Halo lore whatsoever and that's why it's hard for me to watch it right now understandable understandable but we watched stowaway uh where i don't understand when they're when she's getting back to the capsule or pod whatever it is that they are on that hold on when you panned over there jeff was that uh like movie film on the wall Yes, that was. You saw it. Is it an actual movie? What's the movie poster? Is that Planet of the Apes? It is Planet of the Apes. What movie poster is it? Planet of the Apes. Those are all 3D lenticular posters. That is <clears throat> Journey to the Earth and Avatar. Love Journey to the Earth. Uh, spoiler alert. In the future, listeners, we are going to do Journey to the Center of the Earth. Also... The second one, just for fun. Anyways, so I don't understand though. I'm not fucking is doing that the second one. How was? How did she not have the canister that fucking floated away, tethered to her somehow? Because of all the equipment they have available to them, a fucking carabiner would have been way too convenient. <laughs> no, see that's the eight hundred gram the that's the eight hundred grams that she used for the L cups. That's right. You know, you, you know, you, you can't that's what kills me. It's like some of these things like you have personal stuff. You know. There's, there's all mission, extra, it is um, all mission critical shit. That's all that's going yeah. with you. I was not a fan of it. I don't know. And I can't even do, I can't even say visually this movie was great. It was all inside of a fucking capsule and what, every 5,000 rotation we got to see the earth or something? And then when they got far away you couldn't see anything? No, visually? I feel like... didn't do nothing for me. I enjoyed the movie because once I realized like my idea of what a space drama has to look like doesn't have to involve aliens, espionage, Sabotage. This is these are people in a horrible position, and then you have to come to terms with it and do something about it. I thought the remain the other than Daniel, uh, whatever his name is, Jen from fucking Lost. Once he (laughs) was that he he it was a coward's way out that he was trying to do, and he told he was telling himself he was being noble doing it. But and he realized that's wrong, and I don't want to be this person, you know. When he volunteered to go out there, he redeems himself. Yeah, he does. Everyone has a, has a redemptive arc in this story, 
And uh, the fact that, you know, having the captain get her arm broke where she's not able to do those things for six weeks. She was a like nut- such a pointless character. No, she was she was the rock. She was dude. pivotal. She, I agree. She, she was the rock. Tony Collette is a phenomenal actress. And then, like, I, as far as her role, <clears> did, she would have died if it made it too easy. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I actually enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it. Like you said, for this, it, it was an actual legit space drama. Because you, whenever, for me, whenever you bring in aliens or anything to it, that is your straight up science fiction movie. I don't yeah. care. For me, like I agree with you. This was a space drama. They were in space, but they were dealt realistic hands. Take this and put it onto an island with the four of them. Okay, there's only enough space on the island for three of them. You got to get rid of one of them. Okay, there's a volcano. Now there's only one space for two of them, not all of them. You know what I mean? Like, they got to build a raft and float out to the fucking ocean shit. Like, like this was an actual space drama, like you said. No extraterrestrial shit thrown in there and i personally i actually enjoyed it uh now did they wrong my girl anna kendrick they did not happy with how with how that ended um but you know it is what it is uh what she got cancer so fast (laughs) so fast hey maybe she became the canker man jesus christ hey what did we talk about bringing up the past what did oh. we say? What did we say? You're breaking the rules. I couldn't. I couldn't pass that up, dude. No, that I was pass that no, up. That I'm one, sorry. That, that one was good. I will allow that one. Don't do it again. <laughs> no, but it. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um. No, yeah. Don't get me. I I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it at I, all. I found it funny that I. I I found it funny that when they're training him to climb with the the special mechanisms they needed to climb the car- the the rope or she well wrote... the tether or whatever the hell it's called yeah that it slips and punt and it hits him in the face oh. he he essentially punches himself in the face and they go like oh well he he can't do it I'm just like yeah this motherfucker. It is not purpose. He just doesn't want to fucking do it. Real quick about that scene, and I guarantee you, if you look it up, Anna Kendrick legit got hurt on that scene because she's playing her part and she's just supposed to go and make sure he's okay. But when she does, she grabs that pole and swings over, and then the thing, the clamp, comes down, and I think it legit pinched the shit out of her because she's like, she just like reacts to it naturally. And she's like, ah, and then. Boom! Scene cuts, and I guarantee you, she got fucking hurt on that scene. Probably, probably. Would it surprise me? I'm so <laughs> glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that when I watched it. <laughs> I was just thinking about it, like she she's going back to the crew, be like, "Hey, this guy's a dumbass," and just punched himself in the face instead of trying to climb. Yeah, she gave up on him so quickly. Like so quickly. I think I think the perpetual seeping of blood uh, probably had a lot to do with his inability to maintain a tight core the whole time he was trying to work there. You so, know. question. When he had his shirt off, and 
she was doing stitches or whatever she was doing. Did they ever? I don't know if I if I missed it or what. Did they ever talk about his scarring that Apartment he had fire. on his whole? Yeah, it was a fire. Okay. Killed, I, killed did you listen to any of it? I had kids <laughs> running in and out of the house, so I couldn't. My, my my kids were running around the house, so I had no clue. Yeah, I think it was like the second time you see him with his shirt off. He uh he just he just blurts okay. out like apart. It was an apartment fire, and then he tells the whole story about see, what happened. I, I enjoyed the movie, but I didn't care enough to re rewind scenes. To where from from the dialogue I missed when kids were when my kids were running in and out of the house. See, here's my well, thing: is that scene where he's talking about the apartment fire, you get his little bit of character development, a little bit deeper on who that character is. You get the same thing with Kim, with the whole jazz scene. You know, he gets <clears> that. <throat> you get that yep. a little bit from him. And then uh, Zoe, you get her scene when she's talking about uh, being the watch, and then she went and saved the dude's life. The lifeguard, yeah, yeah. yeah. You never <clears throat> get that with the commander, and it's just like no. And it, that's that's why I'm just I agree. Like, I get I get the I get she was an important role, but at the same time, I'm like there's so many scenes that you're in that don't matter. Dude, she's like she's the narrator. If this was a stage play, she would be the narrator. And that's the thing, that though. The narrator's never <clears throat> on screen, so it's like, did you really need her? You did. Like some of the times, the stage yeah. play, the narrator's important. Our town without a narrator would be miserable, and you need yeah. to see that person telling the story. You know, and this is the same thing as this. If they, if she, if her information was being relayed through voices communiques from Hyperion, then it wouldn't add another phase to it. And it would also take your survivability rate from one person who would be easily ostracized by two others to one person out of the three. It gives you the ability to someone to fight for that person and for them to either set off opposing forces against those <coughs> other two. I know you just needed that fourth person physically there uh, in order to do so. And we didn't need a lot of character development. She was like, basically she was the institution and she was, and she was the first person to literally offer like, is there a way I can trade places with them? Yes. That's true. That's true. We got to get rid of somebody. I guess you do kind of get that character development with her there showing like what type of leader she is. Yeah, That's and she true. is she was willing to sacrifice herself for a complete stranger because that's what leaders do. Yes, you know. <clears throat> My thing, yes. I, I'm I'm suffering. I think I'm suffering on this movie. The same thing Tyler was with Before I Wake. Is I went into it just seeing the name was Stowaway, and then. We're in space, and I'm expecting some suspenseful thriller where, you know, Stowaway's just here to fuck shit up. And then it turned into, oh, no, he's a good guy. And then I was like, oh, there's another Stowaway somewhere who put him up there, and he's going to be the one. And then that just never happened. I was like, oh, this is the route we're going. 
Well, and that's what I said. Once I got really trying to overthink what was going to happen in, in these sexy plot twists, and, you know, and intrigue and sabotage and, and like what's happening and just realize, no, this is an untenable position <clears throat> that people are going to have to sit with. I think as, as exceptional as Daniel Kim is in some roles, this was really not the role for him. No. If you, if you, I mean, Tony Collette is great, and I'm, I'm glad she was in the film. We didn't have to have her in it. You know what I mean? You could yeah. put Daniel Kim in that role and, and put somebody else in that that had the ability to emote a little more. And but at the same time, his exasperation was was easy to read on his face, and his, you know exhaustion you know and realization on some of this stuff especially when you push this rack out of the way and you saw the rest of the algae had died that they were using the attempt to provide additional oxygen and for removal of carbon dioxide from them yeah and that was good but he just doesn't have a very big range no i agree he he is certainly limited on what he can do <clears throat> which you know it is what it is well, I don't think he did awful. No. He didn't do uh, awful. No. I will say I this. Think, I think I, this was some of the best acting we've seen in the movies that we've done. A six-person a six film? There's only six people uh, in this film. And you only see four of them. And two of them were voices that were the mumbles that you heard over the radio when she was going back and talking to the um yeah. talking to hq yeah talking to hyperion command there there was four four people anna kendrick daniel day kim shamir anderson tony collette those are the four that were on the ship and then this says cbc was dan barry and then sro was scott manley um, <clears throat> that is all that was actually in the movie itself. So windfall, yeah. there was four people. We have six people in this one. Woohoo! Yeah, I think as a, of a small ensemble cast, I think the range of emotions by the actors in general was much better in this one. Yes. I think individual performance. Um, we've seen better individual performances from other movies that we've reviewed. But as a, as a overall cast, I thought yes. this was, was well acted. Yeah, I, 100%. So it, when she was about to go into space for her final time, uh, her spacewalk, I legit thought her and Kim were going to kiss. 100% thought that. No, Kim's got a wife. He's just, loyal. He, that is a loyal they're, man. They're in space. I don't care. What happens in space stays in space. That's not true. Just like, just like different area codes. That's not true at all. Dirt you in the street winds up uh, at your house. I will say this. <laughs> um, I think the guy who What played... happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Thanks for cutting me off just to say that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Dick. 
But no, uh, the guy that Except played... Except for AIDS, that comes back with You me. cut me off one more goddamn time. I swear to God, I'm driving to your fucking house. I'm smacking the shit out of you. Challenge accepted. You done? <laughs> no, because I can see that stupid fucking smile on your face, and you're going to do it again. I see that stupid fucking look. No, the guy that played Michael... I feel Fucking like smack it's... me, motherfucker. Bring it on, motherfucker. <laughs> His name was Shamir Anderson, by the way. Um, and at least don't ring... You're lucky at I'm least don't to ring show. the doorbell. Don't ring the doorbell. Uh, my baby's sleeping. You're lucky I'm committed to And show. I don't mean my wife. I mean my actual baby. <clears throat> no, I think the guy that played Michael uh, was probably my favorite in this movie. I feel like he did really well at showing the emotions of everything. <clears throat> and like, just the fact that you have to play the role of someone who you know, you're the one getting voted off the island. And Dude, his scene by himself? Yeah, when, going on when he's with, accepting when he's it? Like, he's thinking about it, he's accepting it, and he's just going fucking insane? Phenomenal Dude, job. That's Good what I'm saying. Him. Good like, for him. I hope I Jeff, see him Jeff in must more be in the feeling future. himself right now. Like, I hope I see him in more films in the future because he did phenomenally. I'm actually trying to look and see what else he's in. Um, oh, I got you right here. Invasion, a TV show. It's a movie called Awake. A uh, movie called Soulmates, which I don't he was care in about. John Wick. He's in John Wick Chapter 4, whenever that comes out in 2023. Solid Soulmates. Uh, he actually right, had so... a run from 2013 to 2020 in something called The Next Step. Ooh, never heard of it. I love that glass. What are you drinking? Oh, I want that glass. <clears throat> he was also in Camp you. Rock. I want that glass, Jeff. I would like to know where I actually got this actual marble. Wait, cool. say it again? I, this is an actual marble pool ball. Uh, n- but, the number 14 you had? Yeah. It's, it's marble. You can count that high? That's dope. You know I, what? At I least I can grow a beard without a fucking derma roller. <laughs> fucking aerating your fucking face over there. We and you can't that. even get the fucking upper part of your cheeks. It's all under your fucking chin. Anyways, so we're going to go think, to my you favorite. You still think that's my funny? Favorite? No, it, it is to me. It is fucking funny. It can't be. <clears> not even you laughed at it. Not even you, you laughed have, at your own you joke. Have a fucking, not you even have a fucking, you laughed at you your own joke. You have a fucking patch a fucking cornfield under your chin mm-hmm. and then over there above your lip it's mm-hmm. literally nothing <clears throat> that was hilarious keep going i don't care we're all um, we're all dying it's right funny now. to me I, I don't care if anyone else laughs how, how funny, funny is it to me? if you're not i'm fucking laughing. happy i'm fucking happy it's all good i don't have you to sound happy. outside to fucking enjoy it you all sound happy well, I'm also talking to you. Anyways, so what do you think the budget for this movie was? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fifty-five. Uh, Seventy-five dollars. Fifty million. 
Um, <clears throat> I bet they could done it cheaper than you that. You said fifty-five million. Yeah. I was thinking like twenty million. I'm thinking they had to pay for Anna Kendrick and Tony Collette and Daniel Day Kim. Ten million dollars. I believe that. Ten million dollars. So, what do you think it grossed? I mean, it was just a Netflix original, right? It was, but it's still right, how, many fu- how many fucking people are subscribed to Netflix? There's your answer. I don't know. How do you do gross? How that works. How do you do gross things on Netflix? It depends on views, on what kind of views and stuff it gets. Uh, it, the more views it gets, the more money it goes towards it. That's um, $118 million. I don't know. It's it's hard to say with Netflix. It is very. It is. It all depends. It all depends on a viewer's edge. algorithm. Yes. With individual algorithms, it's hard to say. I mean, what'd you say, Jeff? One hundred seventy. One hundred eighteen. Oh, you said one hundred eighteen. Um, came out last year. Not this year. Yes, twenty twenty one. Uh, one hundred twenty five mil. So it really hasn't truly been officially released yet, uh, but there's speculation that it grossed about fifty-five million. Ew. That's fair. I could see that. I mean, it, that's it's <clears throat> so hard to judge when it's I, I a streaming service's original movie. I didn't know what it was until Jeff. I didn't even know it was a thing until Jeff uh, suggested it. Because did Red Notice do extremely well? Or was it around the same? Jeff, number? why does your hair right now look like the dude from Fifth Element? Oh, because that's pretty much what it is. Okay. Yeah, but as long as you understand that and you're okay with that. There we go. Perfect. Love it. And Dylan's looking it up right now. Well, because I'm trying to figure out how much Red Notice got now. Just because I'm trying to figure... I'm. Now I'm fixated on trying to figure out Netflix al- algorithms on. Yeah, it's extremely hard. Jeff, that is you shaved the other part of your head. That's spot on. Okay, I'm gonna say Red Nose probably made a lot more. Oh yeah, just because of the three names. No, they had 329 million hours of watch time in the first 28 days of its release. Yeah, Ooh. I mean you gotta think about it. I it mean, had, yeah, with that it, it had a budget of two. If I remember correctly, the budget was two hundred million. I'm reading also, a, hold on, I'm reading a headline on a review of Red Notice, and it <clears> says, "Red Notice is Netflix's biggest movie." Could be fair, but then it says, "On par with Avengers: Infinity War." That's a false statement. That is such a false fucking statement. That is paid advertising right there. So when I was looking up, uh, I was trying when I was trying to find the budget for Windfall. It kept pulling up reviews that other people have done. Everyone hates that movie. They're so wrong. They are. We're not gonna re- we're not gonna rehash that, but I had to throw that out there. Is your hair in a man bun, Jeff? You look hip. <laughs> Jeff's hair is in a is in the top bun at this moment. I'm no hate. I'm surprised, but no hate. <laughs> <laughs> no hate at all, man. I'm growing. I'm growing my hair out, so I, I'm right there with you. Um, I don't know if I'll be 
bunning it up like you, but it's okay. So let's get I'm to in here. Say it again. I'm getting hot without a fan, so I'll put my hair up. It's I'm... okay. I can tell you're getting kind of anxious because you're very fidgety right now. Not anxious, probably bored. You're probably tired of hearing us. No, my ass is falling asleep on these stupid pub table stools I have. <laughs> well, get <laughs> fucking better chairs. Well, like, all right, so... touch the ground and then on these, man. I just <laughs> edge to put my feet on the ground where they hang up like a little kid, like, wee! Like, how my feet are touching the ground. God, and we do this, <laughs> and we do this for like two and a half hours. That's gotta suck. Oh man! So let's get to my favorite part, Dylan. IMDb score out of ten. IMDb. Um, so mm-hmm. I gave it like a six point nine. Jeffrey, dude, I I was good at this till like three weeks ago. I'm going with like a 5.0 for IMDb because they probably wanted more instead of sitting still with it. That's probably more <laughs> accurate than mine. When it comes to what to this, like hold on, I would hold on, go. Hold on, and stop your shenanigans. Five six for IMDb. Five six. Really? Okay, so Jeff yeah. is closer. All right, so uh, Dylan, uh, critic and fan, Rotten Tomatoes. Sorry, Jeff, I can't um, let him piggyback off of you. I don't pick it back off. Whoever goes first wins. <laughs> I'd say Critic was probably, based off of IMDb, probably around <clears throat> 61%. Then Fan, 67%. Okay, okay. Jeff, what you got? I have a 48 and a 67. Oh, see, what'd you say, 67? I think it's 68. 48 and a 68. So, Critic 48. So, Critic score 76. Really? Fan I thought score. They on the bone. Say it again. I thought they would want more meat on the bone. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest. <clears throat> Well, I guess from a critic standpoint, when you're looking at the writing and the stories that coincide with each other within this movie, I mean, they are written. It is a very well-written movie. Yeah. Well, well the, fans, the fans wanted more meat on the bone because that was a 45. So that if is, I'd have flipped one, I'd have been if you would have, Yeah, you would have been golden there. You would have been golden, Pony Boy. You would have been golden. Uh, so, all right. Well, that brings up to uh, how many beers did it take you to get through this movie? Um, Figuratively, if you didn't drink. Well, one. obviously, Dylan wasn't drinking because he finished it three minutes before we started fucking doing this. Uh, I'd say one. Okay. Okay. Jeff? This is a one drinker. And we're saying one, you know, no drinks would be like the perfect movie in which you need. Nothing to get through the lulls. One drink here just to get your mind right. Yes. Realize that nothing extra sexy going to happen. It's just being there in the moment. Yeah. 
I would say I would say one drink just just to like get your emotions straight once you realize that like this is just like a tragedy. Yes. Like, this movie is just yep. a tragedy. And that one drink is just to help you cope with that. I, I think that's said any better. You know, tragedy. I think we don't usually when we have tragedies, they're in the form of documentaries, which is really <laughs> But actually, having a movie that's uh, that's that that is a tragedy. That's not just a drama. There's no big emotional journeys that you take on there with with some happy resolution. This is a tragedy, and I think that's that that's that's a great way to put it, Dylan, because uh, it was. No, I agree. I I agree with you guys uh, with just just one beer. Um... Not the not the best movie ever. Um, it's definitely the first, as Dylan said, tragedy that we have done. Um, it, or space drama that we have done. Uh, it, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, I wish there was a little more different aspects done to it. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. When, spoiler alert, she sits down at the top and I think she's looking out at Mars. I think it's that's the planet that she's looking out at. Um, I was waiting for the cut screen and it to say, uh, see you, Space Cowboy. I was waiting for that to pop up the entire time. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for to happen. Um, and it, it didn't happen. So I wasn't really thrilled about that but i understand you know copyright laws whatever blah 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 it is what it is <clears throat> and dylan that was a reference from uh cowboy bebop okay uh, i was well, i was wondering i had no fucking clue yeah at the end of every episode it was always like see you space cowboy or or see you cowboy or something along those lines oh. I, I prefer oh. samar shampoo over cowboy bebop did you watch the Netflix uh, ad live action of Cowboy Bebop? That was disgusting. Uh, they got so many wrong things right and so many right things wrong. The diversity and the divergence from it from the actual series was too much for most fans to really enjoy. And it was so odd or hyper violent for people that have never watched it the first time that they couldn't <laughs> buy it. With. I do watch it. That just because I watched the live action uh, Full Metal Alchemist, the live action, um, what's the other one? Death Note. And there was one more live action I watched that I just gave up on ever watching a live action ever again. Didn't they do a live action Dragon Ball Z? Oh, yeah. The Dragon Ball Z Evolutions. Uh, that doesn't exist. It does, we just pretend it doesn't. Nope, nope, it doesn't happen. Nothing happened here. Oh, nothing happened. Kind of like uh, Indiana Jones and Kingdom Crystal Skull. That was in the other simulation that we lived in. There's only three <clears throat> movies of Indiana Jones, and they're coming out with a fourth movie right now. Are they? Yep. Yeah. All right, can we talk about a movie that, like, I didn't know? I, I don't want to say I'm excited for it, but at the same time, I'm curious about it is okay the new Mario movie 
that they're coming out with. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just oh. because of the cast. I think Chris Pratt in it. Yeah, Chris Pratt's Mario. You got Jack Black as Bowser. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Charlie Day is Luigi. Charlie Day? Charlie Day is Luigi. <laughs> and then uh That's great. Keegan Michael Key is gonna be Toad. Aww. I mean I like Charlie. Uh well, that's the end of that statement. I like Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> there's just there's just a point where I want whoever's gonna play Yoshi to just like start out just saying Yoshi and then be like, dude, fuck that. I can actually talk. Fuck you guys. Like this is fucking. That'd be stupid. too great. No, they're, they're not gonna uh, do it, all, but it would be great if they did. You're never gonna get that with a Nintendo property. They touch too many people and too many different spots in their life <laughs> to have a movie like that. I'm so glad you added the word life to that sentence. I'm glad you added the word people. Because <laughs> that could have went a very, very dark way very quickly. It's very interesting. Sorry. Oh, man. That, oh. Uh, just, on that I, note, for me, it's just Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Like, I'm not going to be able to take Donkey Kong serious when I'm just thinking about the guy from Pineapple Express the entire time. Dude, I'm you're watching a Super Mario Brothers movie. The fuck you taking this seriously for? That's true. It's, That's true. Like, <laughs> That's a solid it, point. Is it going to be. Vi- if this is a video game accurate, I'm going to be so mad. If you're not taking your kids to this movie, you should be in an altered state. Otherwise, the fuck you doing there? Alright, Tyler, I'm going with you and your kids then. <laughs> That's fine. Let's go watch it. Let's go watch it. I want to watch it. I don't care. You know what? Then we can do a review of it. Imagine, and we can imagine, just listen to Jeff's shit on it for 35 minutes. Imagine it was live action. Just a fucking six foot three super jacked Mario. And then Luigi's just this fucking... Five Danny foot, DeVito. Five, five foot eleven. No, see, Danny DeVito should have been fucking. See, no. Toad we should get Bowser a Shaquille O'Neal for Mario and Danny Danny DeVito for Luigi and just let them go together. Guys, you know, they already did a live action Mario Brothers. It was way darker than anybody planned on. So nobody what, went. The to... 19, was it 1988? 87? So I, I have no idea. Bob Haskins and some other dude. Dude, it was, it was extremely. Oh my dark. god, I'm looking at fucking pictures from this shit, and what the fuck did they? What year was it? Fine. Uh, 1993. Not. Oh wow, it was sooner than I thought. They had a 48 million dollar budget, and they made 38.9 million. Super Mario Bros. film, yeah. It was super dark. I'm look I'm trying to figure out who the fuck this guy is. He looks like a fucking reptile from Mortal Kombat. That's a Koopa Trooper. That's a Koopa What mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah. But why did why do they look terrifying? And who's this dude with the long ass 
fucking snake tongue. That's Bowser. That's Bowser. Yes. What the fuck yes. is happening here? Yeah, Dylan. You, yeah, no, you'd hate it. You'd 100% hate it. What are you talking about? I got 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ballin'. What's the worst movie ever on Rotten Tomatoes? A Jessica Simpson movie. Deuce of Hazard? No. Unfortunately not. I'm looking it up. I'm curious now. Worst rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. Shot attacks from that. What? I saw a picture of Pluto Nash in 3D. Is it actually Pluto Nash? Oh, no, that's not it. 17%? No. Oh, see, it's hard to say. 14%. Well, what I'm looking at, the worst rated one only had 24 reviews. Oh. And so it's kind of jaded. I'm I'm scrolling all the way down to number one here. I've never even heard of this. What's it called? Ballistic X versus Server, or Sever. Sever. Oh, that's 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 a pretty bad movie. It was an action movie, and man, <clears throat> it was bad. Oof. Oh. I mean, I guess See, it's I'm just like this one. a huge tie for zero percent. Jaws: The Revenge is on there. The darkest something. Um, what's it? I just missed it. Where'd it go? Dark Crimes. I don't know what that is. I have no clue what that is. Came out 2018. Anyways, well, guys, this is coming to an end because we're just kind of going off on a rail right now. Um, this is our review of Stowaway. It, our consensus, it wasn't the worst. There was definitely stuff that we wish they did differently. But there's something in every movie we wish we we wish they did differently. Overall, and, I mean, overall, <clears throat> it's worth a watch. Yes, Absolutely. it's. I definitely recommend watching it. You want to watch a space drama, a space tragedy then this is right up your alley if you want to watch something along those lines. Um, but on that note, I guess we'll go ahead and call it. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, look out for more wherever you get your podcast. Um, like I said, we're on, like I previously stated, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, and many, many more. Uh, if we're not on one that you like to listen to, let us know. Um, hit us up on Twitter at nbrpod uh, or email us at nbrpod at gmail.com give us something that you want us to review let us let us review something you want us to hear um, if you really like it I hope we like it as well we'll do our best and, and, and give you a, a very honest drunken review as yeah. we always do um, it's, just know if you put we, your favorite movie on there and we shit on it that's on you. That's on you. That's on you. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, uh, nothing against it. Um, no, no everything infringement. <laughs> no copyright infringement is intended. Uh, these are the opinions of three drunk idiots that love to have fun. Sorry, two drunkish people and one that drinks soda sometimes, occasionally not, but it's fun. Uh, as Jeff is showing off his Doctor Who collection, I have a feeling he's just going to show us something new every single time, and I'm okay with that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Not gonna say don't. But uh, again, leave us a review, please, if you're still listening at this point. Uh, let Woo! us know how great we're doing. Um, but other than that, you know, we will catch y'all on the flip side. Light.